1: Recorded live.
2: I oh, to find no matter who you think you do do, you will get through. It's a gift of I want to all I'm that big a
3: Sunday, November twelfth, two thousand 10.07 PM. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw of the WWS Radio Network right here on talkshow.com. And of course, as we do each and every Sunday night, we bring you a rundown of all the shows that we we will of course will of course take place this coming week in the in WWS Radio Network. First off, I hope everyone had an opportunity to say thank you to the many veterans out there who sacrificed so much to keep our country safe. And we then we shouldn't do it just on this particular day, but we should just shake that hand of a veteran each and every day to let them know that, that we are very thankful for everything that they have done. So, once again, happy late Veterans Day <clears throat> to uh, all those veterans out there, and may God bless each and every one of them. Yes, indeed. Of course, here tonight we'll be we bringing you, of course, our lineup here this coming week here of the WWS Radio Network right here on Talkshoe.com, as well as of course bringing you to, uh, tonight, uh, to this today in wrestling history, excuse me. And also, of course, uh, we'll also take a check of the number of downloads according to Talkshoe.com this past week. Hopefully, we'll have some better numbers. Uh, we did have a couple of spikes uh, for WWS Wrestling revisited and also Raw Radio. But hopefully we'll have a we'll have a little bit more uh, a better update here tonight here as the show as the <clears throat> promo goes on here tonight. Let's go ahead and get things started with our wrestling history here for today, November the twelfth. On uh, fifty one years ago today, that would put it at, I do believe, nineteen let's see, nineteen sixty six in Omaha, Nebraska. Dick the Bruiser defeats Mad Dog LaShawn to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. He would hold the championship for just a week before Mad Dog won it back, ironically enough, in Omaha. 16 years ago today, put it at 2001, on Monday Night Raw from Boston, Massachusetts, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff, defeated Booker T and Test to win the WWF Tag Team titles for the fifth time. On the same show, Edge defeated Kurt Angle to win the WCW United States title. Edge would be the last United States champion under the WCW banner. The title was unified with the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series the following Sunday. The United States Championship would, of course, be revived in July 2003 as SmackDown's Secondary Championship. It carried the lineage of the WCW United States title, which was born as the NWA Mid Atlantic United States heavyweight title and is, of course, still around to this very day, which we all know currently being held by Baron Corbin. <clears throat> 14 years ago today, we put it at 2003. Lex Luger wrestled for the first time since being arrested on possession of steroids following a police search on his house after Elizabeth Hewlett, of course, also known as Miss Elizabeth, sadly died back in his home back in May of that year. In the bout taking place on NWA Teenage Weekly pay-per-view from Nashville, AJ Styles and Sting defeated Luger and Jeff Jarrett. Reportedly, it was longtime friend Sting that insisted that Luger be a part of the show. This would be Luger's final match with a major promotion. Luger continued to appear sporadically on the independent circuit over the next three years before officially retiring in 2007. Eight years ago today, we'll put it at, uh, let me see here, 2009, yes, TNA Impact opens with a video of a meeting that took place involving the TNA roster and President Dixie Carter. The meeting stemmed from the roster's concerns about the decision to bring in Hulk Hogan. Reactions from the meeting from the week earlier run the gamut. Some saw it as Dixie sent in a strong message to the roster about the future direction of the company, while others saw it as an owner who didn't have a clue as to what she was doing. Though Hogan would bring some national credibility to TNA, the decision to bring him the the him ultimately proved costly. Hogan's massive contract combined with the company not getting enough uh, a return on their investment. Of course, <clears throat> uh, for example, and of course, this, this included television ratings. Seven years ago today, we put it in 2010, in Dearborn, Michigan, Eddie Edwards outlasts Kenny King, Claudio Casaganoli, who of course now is Cesaro, Red Titus, Adam Cole, and Kevin Steen who is now, of course, Kevin Owens, who was eliminated 15 seconds into the final to win the 2010 Ring of Honor Survival of the Fittest Tournament and a future Ring of Honor World Championship match. Other participants in the tournament but did not advance out of qualifying were Cole Cabana, Grizzly Redwood, Kyle O'Reilly, Steve Carino, Chris Hero, and El Generico. Six years ago today, 2011, they returned to Nashville for a house show dubbed Farewell to the Asylum from the Nashville Fairgrounds in Nashville, Tennessee. It was the first time They was in his original home since 2004 when they left for Orlando. Despite the event being built out the last show in the arena, it still stands today six years later. In 2014, Ring of Honor held Best in the World their first live pay-per-view in that building. And here's a match that took place for the Farewell to the Asylum Show from 2011. Raven defeated AJ Styles. This was Raven's final TNA match, which came just one day after he was formally released from the company. Also, Madison Rain defeated Velvet Sky. Abyss de- defeated Eric Young. The Motor City of Machine Guns, Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin, defeated Beer Money, James Storm and Robert Roode, and Ink Ink, Jesse, Jesse Neal and Shannon Moore to retain the TNA World Tag Team titles. Also, Jeff Jarrett defeated Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy defeated the Pope, D'Angelo De Niro, to retain the team a World Heavyweight title. Today is the 38th birthday of Tough Enough 3 winner Matthew Lee Capitelli, or just simply Matt Capitelli. Born in Caldonia, New York, he attended college at Western Michigan University in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where he was a part of their football team. In 2003, Matt, along with John Hennigan, won the third Tough Enough competition, and with it, a WWE contract. Side note, the two winners were the only members of the season three cast cast to get a contract. Three people who auditioned for the third season but did not make it to the final cast got contracts. They were Sean Devari, Daniel Pewter, who won the fourth Tough Enough, and Melina Perez, who, of course, was Melina, part of the, the, the tag team, of course, MNM. Capitelli was involved in one of the more controversial moments that season when he was on the business end of a stiff beating at the hands of Bob Hardcore Holly during a practice bout. After making a few appearances on Raw and Sunday Night Heat, he was sent to OVW Ohio Ohio Valley Wrestling to continue development. Capitelli spent most of the first two years with Johnny Jeter to form the Thrill Seekers while competing in a tag match in July 2005 Matt landed awkwardly on a suplex and suffered a broken fibula. The injury kept him out of action for about two months. During his absence, his now former partner, Johnny, had become the OVW heavyweight champion. In November 2005, Capitelli won the title from Jeter. The next month, as plans were made for Matt to join the main roster, he was diagnosed with grade two thir- thir- two-thirds astrocytoma. In February 2006, Matt announced the tumor was cancerous,
2: and an emotional
3: speech vacated the OVW heavyweight title. He would undergo surgery to remove the cancerous tumor in May 2007. The surgery was a success, and the majority of the tumor was removed. He underwent some 30 radiation treatments post-surgery. He remained under WWE contract until his expiration in January 2009. And as of last year, Capitelli had retired from active competition, but now... At that point, was running the OBW Beginners Program. It's also a happy 62nd birthday for television personality, comedian, actress, and entrepreneur Rhonda Honey Shear, best known as the hostess of the 1980s and 1990s B Movie series USA Up All Night. She was a guest timekeeper for the WrestleMania 10 main event between WWF Champion Yokozuna and Lex Luger. These days, she's a designer and an entrepreneur, selling so her own line of intimate products, most notably the best-selling
1: Ah Bra.
3: Today is also a happy 80th birthday for famed boxing referee, judge, and television personality Nils B. Lane III. Born in Savannah, Georgia, the grandson of a prominent banker for his most famous gig was a boxer himself. Nearly qualifying for the 1960 Summer Olympics, and going ten and one as a pro <clears throat> in 1979, Lane, with degrees in business and law, became chief deputy sheriff of investigative services for the Washoe County, Nevada Sheriff's Office. Then was elected district attorney in 1982 and district judge in 1990. Of course, he's most famous as a boxing referee. He refereed more than 100 world championship fights over three decades. He became a household name when, on June 28, 1997. He refereed the famous bike fight between Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson. The bout ended with a Holyfield win via DQ when Tyson bit Holyfield's ear twice. Less than a month later, he refereed another world title fight, Lennox Lewis and Henry Akinwandi, which also ended in a disqualification when Akinwandi repeatedly clinched Lewis. Lane retired from boxing in November of 1998. His tough and sassy personality made him a television star presiding over the court show Judge Mills Lane for three seasons and a cameo appearance on Raw is War in 1998, and lending his voice for MTV series Celebrity Deathmatch, both making quite a bit of use of his catchphrase, Let's get it on. Of note, as of 2002, Lane suffered a stroke, leaving him partially paralyzed and virtually unable to speak. Chris Edgerly would voice Lane in the 2006 reboot. In 1998, he wrote the autobiography, Let's Get It On, Tough Talk, and Boxing's Top Ref, and Nevada's Most Outspoken Judge. In 2013, Lane was inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Now, folks, I will go ahead and tell you, there was one thing that was not noted here, which I don't know why it wasn't. But um, he also was the referee, if you remember, at Bash the Beach 1999 when he did the boxing match between Rowdy Roddy Piper and Buff Bagwell so that was uh, uh so that that was a, another note there as well um uh, but why why this this site did not did not um did not mention it I'm not sure, but it was possibly something uh it they probably just didn't re, did not remember it or something like that maybe they felt it was not of that importance but of course uh a happy eightieth birthday to I mills mean, Lane. happy sixty second birthday to Rhonda Shear. Uh, and also happy birthday to
1: uh let me see uh uh Matt Capitelli. Yes indeed.
3: All right folks, let's go ahead let's go ahead and look in here to what uh, our lineup it will be for this week here in the w w s Radio Network of course right here as you said, of course, as
1: always, on TalkShoe.com. Uh, first off
3: here, first off here, of course, we'll start with the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio. Be sure to join King and W.O. RT Smith, the heist manager, D. Joramo, the human simplex machine, John Gross, and a plethora of guests as they, as they of course, talk to, the course, Big topic of the day, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, of course, I'll bring you the wrestling news and views. Uh, of course, John will bring you the wrestling history and birthdays for this past weekend and also for um, tomorrow. A uh, bunch of other little uh, tidbits here. I think JD did also mention some things on Power Hour yesterday, including that we'll talk about some interesting, your uh, least favorite moments out from the Survivor Series. Um, also, of course, they'll be talking about. Uh, uh, Survivor Series will be, of course, a main topic here of of choice here this week here in the radio network. Uh, Also, don't forget that we are also talking about the predictions for the main event of tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show, as well as, of course, what we think the ratings are going to be for tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show. Plus, J.D. will also have ratings and will have a prediction for who will win tomorrow night's uh, Monday Night Football game as well. So it will be a real good game there indeed. (coughs) But uh, all in all, it will, will be, of course, a good show. Of course, we're all radio tomorrow afternoon, from three to five, right here on TalkShoot.com. Call ID one three eight seven four four pound. Excuse me. Next up, here, of course, here uh, we go to Double Dose Part One. We start off, of course, with WWS Wrestling Revisited. Of course, be sure to join king and on the Ice Man, of course, King Ice, as they hop back in the, in, into the into the WWS Time Machine and bring you another moment here from professional wrestling history. Um, <clears throat> Also, of course, there's some more talk, I'm sure, but we'll, we'll pop up about Survivor Series uh, and other t- and also some topics possibly uh, concerning tomorrow night's Raw event as well. So be sure to join in for Wrestling Revisited. Tuesday night from 7 to 8, right here on Talk 2. Call ID one three nine pounds Next up here, of course, I'll be back on with the Tuesday edition of WWS Revolution, where, of course, tomorrow night our live video feed will be from United Wrestling Frontier. Uh, We also will bring you, of course, as always, the latest wrestling news and views. Also, some history and birthdays here for Tuesday night. Plus, also give you some thoughts and opinions about uh, tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, Also, we'll be working also with time Allotted. We'll be talking about a a few more superstars here as we get down to the nitty-gritty of the list here, courtesy of of OnlineWorldOfWrestling.com. Uh, the 152 greatest wrestlers of all time. I mean, we're at right under the 30 mark right now. So we shouldn't have we shouldn't have that much more to go. Uh, so <clears throat> uh, it will be a good show uh, Tuesday night. Be sure to join us for Revolution. Like I said, live video feed from United Wrestling Frontier. From 9 to 11 right here on TalkShoot.com. Call ID 138-055-POUND. Next up here will be our Triple Threat Wednesday. First off, we will we will start off with, of course, J.D. Now I will bring you us Outside the Ropes. As we, of course, go outside the wrestling ring and talk about stuff outside, uh, like I said, all around the pop culture scene, music, movies, sports, politics, you name it, we will talk about it. Uh, and, of course, I'll be bringing some stuff, courtesy of 411 Mania. So J.D. Will, will, will also bring some stuff from 411 Mania and other sources as well. And, of course, J.D. will we'll put J.D. in that in the hot seat again for the hot seat movie trivia challenge, we'll test his knowledge, of course, of, rest of movie trivia from the past and the present. So be sure to join JD and I this Wednesday night from 6:30 to 7:30, right here on Talk Show. Call ID, 141 387 Next, next up here, of course, on our triple threat Wednesday, we will have WWF Wrestling Debate, as the NWF Madness Kingdom, of course, King and WO, the Iceman and the Black Widow Michelle and Dodds, will be bringing you, of course, some uh, big time topics here. We'll definitely be talking more about Survivor Series. We'll talk, definitely talk about Raw. Talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about SmackDown. And other things that will be, will be popping up there as well. So be sure to join the NWA Madness Kingdom for wrestling debate Wednesday night from eight to nine right here on Talk Show. Call ID 139 925 nine two five pound. Next up, of course, once again we'll bring. I will bring once again the Wednesday edition of WWS Revolution. As we said, more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays. <clears throat> also, of course, we'll be talking some more about we'll be talking the results of the Tuesday night SmackDown lineup broadcast. Also some more talk concerning Survivor series. Also, we also um, if, if if any available, we'll, we may be bringing you some more uh, on that list that I mentioned earlier about the hundred and fifty two greatest wrestlers of all time. We did discuss that we may end up doing some fancy matchups based on this list. So you never know what could be going on, but this list will be, of course, uh, uh, something to talk about here. <clears throat> so be sure to join us for a revolution, like I said, this Wednesday night from 9 to 11, where our live video feed will be from WCWUS-HIAF Alliance, right here on Talk Show. Of course, call ID one three eight pounds from 9 to 11 p.m. Next up here, of course, we will hope to have another episode of Top Hill, Inc., one four zero pounds of course, uh, be sure to join the Madness Kingdom again for more random talk here, of course, about Survivor Series, as well as some more talk concerning Rawls, concerning SmackDown, and other, uh, other uh, p- uh, points of wrestling discussion, other so maybe making the wrestling news new scene. Be sure to join them for Top Heel Inc. from seven, um, <clears throat> 7 to 8, right here on Talk Shoe. Call ID 140562-POUND. Next up, of course, we'll have the second installment, NWA Wolfpack, this coming Thursday night there our live video feed coming from WCWS Fan Empire. We will, of course, definitely be bringing you some wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, some more Survivor Series talk. Also, of course, uh, some more concerning the, uh, the uh, hovering around the uh, 152 Greatest Wrestlers of All Time list. Uh, we might either be finishing that, our discussion of this list, or, of course, maybe having some, some more fancy matchups of this so be sure to listen in listen for on this on NWO on NW Wolfpack this Thursday night from 9 to 11. Call ID 138-521-POUND. And, of course, next up here, of course, join us this Friday for the Friday edition of Revolution, where, of course, we will talk more wrestling news and views, more history and birthdays. Um, also, more, more on the online world of wrestling, 152 Greatest Wrestling List, that and/or fantasy matchups, um, and uh, of course, other points of discussion will definitely bring some will definitely bring some topics there to you as well. So be sure to join us for Revolution this Friday night from nine to eleven, with our live video feed coming from Ambrose, Rollins, Reigns, Shield News. Be sure to join us for that <clears throat> uh, this Friday night from nine to eleven right here on TalkShow.com. Also this Saturday here. This Saturday, this, uh, this Saturday, here, folks. Uh, first off, here we'll start off with WWS, of course, Power Hour starting around 5 p.m. Be sure to join myself in the Power Trio. Of course, it could be myself in the Iceman, or myself in King and WO. It could be anyone. As we, of course, run down through all the shows that we talk that we did here this pat this this coming week here on the radio network. Also, we're bringing some uh, recent history here for this coming Saturday, as well as of course a number of downloads for. These, this this week's this week show lineup of shows, according to, like I said, Talkshoe.com. So be sure to join us for Power Hour this uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. right here on Talkshoe. Call ID: one one four one three six four pound. I have not heard if whether or not we will be doing an episode of WWS Attitude Radio. Uh, we'll be getting back hopefully with Ken Wo, R.T. Smith on that, and we'll get. We'll get word on that, but we'll keep you informed about an episode of Attitude Radio where, of course, normally like they'll be talking. If, if there is an Attitude Radio, folks, they'll be talking about, of course, the NXT show coming up here, of course, this, Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday night before Survivor Series. So we'll definitely keep you informed about that here as the week goes on. And also, speaking of, speaking of Survivor Series, of course, next Sunday, of course, we'll be Survivor Series, and that means that we will have once again. It will be time for another uh, prediction show here. Of course, is when we talk about Survivor Series 2017. Uh, we'll also uh, we'll run down all our thoughts and predictions here for each match. See who, who we think is going to win each match, uh, <clears throat> and uh, of course, we'll have some. We'll let you know about what our predictions are as well. Uh, it will be a great show here, of course, indeed. So be sure to listen in at five o'clock next Sunday afternoon, right here on we'll Talk to you. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. Special edition, of course, of another ship WWS Revolution. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as it was discussed, uh, we were hoping to have this this past Friday on Revolution, but of course, due to certain circumstances, we were we were unable to bring the Black Widow, Michelle, and Dodson to have this. But also keep in mind that sometime during this week between uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, we're not sure when, but we are we are at some point going to hopefully we will have for you a trivia championship matchup with the Iceman, J.D. DeJarro, defending the AWA U.S. World Heavyweight Championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, But as you know, after the match, that J.D. had against the last kicker, Anne Marie Rickenbach. That uh, the challenge was made. It was before Halloween when this challenge was made. So, and we have not yet had an opportunity to uh, have this. We were hoping to have it Friday, but unfortunately, like we said, due to certain circumstances, we were unable to do so. So, hopefully, this week we will have it at some point. We will keep you informed of that as we will keep you informed of that during the week as time rolls on. So there you have it there, folks, over our lineup here, of course, coming up here this week from Law Radio tomorrow tomorrow afternoon, to, of course, our Survivor Series pre-show next Sunday afternoon. So prediction shows next Sunday afternoon. So be sure to listen into to all of our shows here this week here in the radio network. You will definitely, you will de- we will not be disappointed whatsoever. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and check and see if we have any updates at all about our... Downloads here because, you know, as you know, like I said, folks, we we did have we did have a couple of no, of, of notable numbers, as we said before, we did for and revisited and also for wall Radio, but we did not get have have any for the for the other shows that took place. But so let's go ahead here, folks. Let's go ahead and see if we have any updates at all whatsoever. Uh, this was the last updated. Uh, Friday morning. So, so we still don't have any updates here as of yet. Um, it appears that it has not changed at all whatsoever. Um so unfortunately we're not be able to give you those give you those numbers here tonight. But uh, we'll hopefully like I so said during the week here we'll bring we'll do our best to bring in those numbers here coming up here uh, this week. In the meantime here folks try to fill in the time here a little bit. Let's go ahead and let's see if there's any wrestling news making the scene here here tonight. Um if we don't get up
1: we don't get a chance to, you know, <clears throat> Let's bring you a few little stories here, uh from the residents here Courtesy of four, our friends at four eleven or four eleven Mania. Uh Tom Survivor
3: Series here folks. Um uh, according to Jeremy Thomas at four eleven Mania, we apparently have an update. On a big uh, possible big match here for Survivor Series, plus Kevin Owens reflects on his Twitter feud with Randy Orton. Uh, a major match for Survivor Series is official, according to a new report. The Wrestling Observer reports that the Shield will take on the New Day, though it has yet to be announced. According to the site, New Day are back with the Raw team. Uh, and will be on television tomorrow instead of doing the final SmackDown European tour, tour show in Florence, Italy today. There are likely to be story arcs on both Raw and SmackDown building to the New Day Shield match. And, of course, that's our, our other story here. After his latest Twitter exchange with Randy Orton, Kevin Owens posted the following. And he said this here... Uh, that, let's see. And he said this here... Uh, Actually, I, I think it was said to date. The date might have been dated wrong there a little bit, because November thirteenth has not happened yet. There's a lesson. There's a lesson here, kids. Don't tweet in haste. It might come with something better than what you originally settled for. Just minutes later, but the effect it just won't be the same. Good night. So apparently, he seems to be talking about a something that was said between him and him and uh him and Randy Orton apparently, so, uh,
1: so we'll definitely have to we'll definitely watch be watching out for that there. Uh, now
3: of course, once again according to Jeremy Thomas here at 411 Mania, and this is apparently is a spoiler, but there's a possible update on Page's return. Pages WWE return is truly imminent, it would seem. Following up on yesterday's report that the WWE star is believed to be making her return this week on Raw, PW Insider reports that she has been seen in Atlanta this evening. Raw is set to take place in the city. As it was noted yesterday, Paige is expected to be added to the women's elimination match at Survivor Series. At this time, it isn't known how that will come about. Currently, Bailey versus Nikki James versus Dana Burke is set for Raw. To fill the final spot on the raw events team, so apparently here, folks, we may have an addition here, and like I said, it talked about here, it, it may end up being Page. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We we'll have to wait and see what happens with this. And once Jeremy Thomas wants, once again making a uh, making a statement right here. Uh, he Slater says that the Nexus thought they were getting fired before they actually ever debuted. He Slater recalled the Nexus debut, his new wrestling school, and more in an interview with Wrestling Inc. this past week. Here are some of the highlights. On if and first off, on the if the Nexus had any idea of their debut before getting called into Vince McMahon's office, He Slater says this. Nope, we thought we all we all thought we were getting fired. You're talking about one of those things. We had just gotten there and waited around and had no idea what was going on. We were just blinded until we went to Vincent man's office, and he pretty much told us that we were going to be a stable, every one of us, and we were we are a young town that is just going in there and destroy everything. We were all looking around at each other like, what the hell are he talking about right now?" He said that he wants us to destroy everything in the ring, destroy the ring, everybody in the ring, destroy the ring, and everything pretty much in their in their bomb. Pretty much in there, a bomb had gone off, and here we were. we were. We went down there and beat the crap out of everyone, including the announcers and refs and whoever we saw, and we had fun doing it. We had so much fun doing it, and my gosh, people hated us. You had your rebel you had your rebel crowds where they loved the bad guys, but my gosh, I was getting food and treats being thrown at me. It was like, man, they hated us. On his new wrestling school, E. Slater says this, The school is amazing. We have two rings in there, brand new. We're going to be running show. We are, we are going to be running shows, and we are running shows. We have Teddy Long. We have Tay Long, is, is, is a working hand and Tay Long is is working hand in hand with students. He is so wonderful, and all that has has always been wonderful. Tay Long was good to me back when I first started because I met him through Mister Curtis Hughes and Rocky King, back when I first started in Atlanta. And Teddy, since the first time I met him, has been a saint, a good soul, just a good man. He has always helped me with with right from wrong and is now helping with the school. And is amazing because he's legit done it all. He has set up rings, took down rings, refereed, managed, and, of course, general manager. He's like a book of knowledge since being around the business years and years. So he has so much to give. Mr. Hughes, as you know, is the head trainer and is teaching everything in the right way. It's like he, what... Right away, just like he taught me. We have Ron Simmons coming in. We have Jazz coming out. We have over 100 years of knowledge that you can get. Absolutely amazing. Apparently, he Slater's, Slater's school works out. Uh, works out pretty darn well there. And Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see if we have any other. Let's see if we have any other. And we will have a couple of stores there. Of course, you may also hear on outside the ropes here. Uh, coming up here this
1: week.
3: Uh, <clears throat> coming from Larry Zonta, zonta's actually a story that broke uh, yesterday. We'll we'll bring it here to everyone's attention. Rebel Wilson says that male star sexually harassed her while his friends tried to film them. Rebel Wilson took to Twitter today describing a serious of disturbing incidents from her time in the film industry, including being sexually harassed by a male star while his friends looked on and laughed. Wilson is the latest speak about sexual harassment in Hollywood. A male, And this was, is this was what she said on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> a male star in a position of power asked me to go into a room with him and asked me repeatedly to after I repeatedly stick my finger up his butt. All whilst his male friends tried to film the incident on their iPhones and laughed. I repeatedly said no, and eventually got out of the room. She also said this yesterday on Twitter. I called my agent immediately, and my lawyer made a complaint with the studio, basically to protect myself that in the event something similar ever occurred, I'd be able to walk out of the job and not obliged to return. And also she said this, later I was threatened by one of the star representatives to be nice to support the male star. I refused. The whole thing was disgusting. I wrote hundreds of people in the industry the story in more graphic detail basically to warn them off of this individual. Apparently we don't know who this is here, folks. But uh, oh, we got, oh, we got a little bit more here. Okay. She also said this, earlier in my career I also had a hotel, a hotel room encounter with a top director. I thought we were there to talk comedy. Nothing physical happened because the guy's wife called and started abusing him over the phone for sleeping with the actresses, and luckily she was yelling so loud that I could hear her and I bolted out of there immediately. I was so naive, the thought of anything happening apart from war talk didn't even cross my mind. And she also says, I feel lucky that I grew up in a pro female environment, going to an all girls high school, and that I had such a strong sense of self and taking self defense classes. I had the ability to escape both incidents. I realize not every, everyone is as lucky. She also says, to hear how prevalent sexual harassment and assault is, it's just so saddening. I know my stories aren't as horrific as other women, as other women and men have described, but if you've ever, if you've ever experienced anything like this, I, I feel for you and I can relate, and, and can relate on some level. She also said one more thing here uh, yesterday on Twitter. I know moving forward that if I witness this behavior, whether it happens to me or someone I know, I will no longer be polite. Interpret that as you will. She has some bold words there, folks, so do not, do not mess with this lady now. That's that's absolutely right, indeed, indeed. Uh, let's see what else we have here on the table in terms of, of uh, news, of course, from outside the ropes, as we say.
1: Uh, Once again, the story brought yesterday was brought by Larry Zonka.
3: Uh, Of course, you know, know, Gal Gadot has
1: has been very good,
3: of course, portraying, of course, the iconic superhero Wonder Woman. But now she says she will only be Wonder Woman again if director Brett Ratner is not involved. As you know, Brett Ratner was accused of sexual harassment, abuse, or other general misconduct by multiple women. And Ellen Page claims that Brett Ratner outed her and sexually harassed people during filming of X Men The Last Stand. Page six now reports that 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 backed out that backed out of a, of a dinner honoring Ratner last month, where she was due to present him with an award. The site also reports that she will not return as as of course uh um also reported that she will not return as Wonder Woman as long as Ratner is involved with the franchise. Ratner's production company, Rat Pack Dune Entertainment, helped produce Wonder Woman as part of its co-financing deal with Warner Brothers. The film has made over $820 million at the worldwide box office, and Ratner's company will take home a significant sum of the profits. The source had the following to say about the situation, claiming Godot will not return as Wonder Woman if Ratner is involved.
0: And
1: here is that that, uh, statement.
3: Brett made a lot of money from the success of Wonder Woman thanks to his company, having helped finance the first movie. Now, Godot is saying that she won't sign for the sequel unless Wonder Bros. buys Brett out of his financing deal and gets rid of him. She's, for being Godot, tough and stands by her principles. She also knows the best way to hit people like Brett Ratner is in the wallet. She also knows that Warner Bros. has decided with her on this issue as it develops. They can't have a movie rooted in women's empowerment being partly financed by a man accused of sexual misconduct against women. Warner Bros announced it was severing ties with Ratner amid multiple sexual harassment allegations leveled against him by actresses including Olivia Munn and Natasha
1: Hinstrich. So ladies and gentlemen, this Brett,
3: Brett, Brett excuse me, Brett Ratner's world continues to be uh continue, continues to go downhill and of course this whole thing with in Hollywood here is just getting it's just getting downright uh is getting down it's just getting down it's getting, it's getting downright sad. Uh and who knows what uh, stuff is happen with, with with guys like Kevin Spacey, Bill Cosby, uh, Harvey Weinstein, all these other guys, will will they ever recover from this? It's really hard to say. It is really,
1: really hard to say. So, So we'll have to... And one more quick story here
3: that we'll bring up here. Uh start <clears throat> brought by Joseph Lee yesterday on 411 Mania George Takei of course best known as Sulu from Star Trek accused of groping a man back in the 1980s the case says
1: it simply did not occur
3: uh, here is an ears of course right now an update about this story the Huffington proposes as, as more on this story specifically quotes from George Takei during an appearance on the Howard Stern show last month that doesn't paint him in a positive light. He had been talking about the recent sexual misconduct ch- conduct allegations and he names like Harvey Weinstein. When Stern asked him point blank, have you ever got involved in a non-sensual non-sen- sexual activity? Stern actually asked him, anyone, did, did you ever grab anyone by the Johnson, we'll say, against their will? Takei responded, some people that are kind of um, skittish or maybe uh, afraid that you're trying to persuade, Decay didn't clarify that, they never, that that never happened at, at work and he thought they were consensual. He said, no, it wasn't at work. It was either in my home. They came to my home. When Stern asked if Decay ever gave someone a gentle squeeze on the balls, Decay responded, more than a gentle, but it didn't involve power over the other. He didn't provide a time or context for his comments, although Bruton's story... Allegedly happened at TK's home and involved physical contact. And of course, here's the original story. Of course, it starts out with TK's famous phrase Oh my. A former male model by the name of Scott R. Brunton told the Hollywood Reporter that Star Trek alumnus George Takei broke him in 1981 when Brunton was 23. Brunton said, This happened a long time ago, but I have never forgotten it. Is one of those stories that you tell with a group of people when people are recounting bizarre instances in their lives, this always comes up. I've been telling it for years, but I'm suddenly very nervous telling it. He was living in Hollywood at the time as a waiter, a commercial actor, and a model. He met the case who was forty three or forty four at Greg's Blue Dot Bar. They exchanged numbers and call each other occasionally, while also running into each other at clubs. And Brunton broke up with his boyfriend. He spoke to who later, invited him to dinner and the theater. That same the night, they went to, the, to Takei's condo for a drink. He, added, he said, let me know what your new number is, and I did. And not long after, we broke up and I moved out. George called me. He was very good at consoling me and, and understanding that I was upset and still loved my boyfriend. He was a great ear. He was very good about, he spelled my heart on my sleeve. We have the drink, and he asked if I would like another, and I said sure. So I had the second one, and all of a sudden I'm feel very disoriented and dizzy. I thought I was going to pass out. I said I need to sit down, and he he said sit over here, and he had the, the giant yellow beanbag chair. So I sat down and that in that and leaned my hand back, and I must have like, passed out. Next thing I remember, I was I was coming to, and he had my pants down around my ankles, and he was gripping my crotch and trying to get my underwear off and fill me up at the same time, trying to get his hands down my underwear. I came to him and said, what are you doing? I said, I don't want to do this. He goes, you need to relax. I'm just trying to make you comfortable. Get comfortable. And I said, no, I don't want to do this. I pushed him up. And he said, okay, fine. And I said, I am willing to go. And he said, if you feel you must, you're in no condition to drive. And I said, I don't care. I want to go. So I managed to get my pants up and complaised I myself. I was shocked." shock. I walked out and went to my car until I felt well enough to drive home. And that was that. Four friends at Brunton, including Nora Rodman, Rob Donovan, Stephen Blackshear, and Jan Stewart, confirmed that he spoke to them by the incident years ago. However, Takei is denying the claims. He wrote this on Twitter. He says, friends, I have right to respond to the the accusations made by Scott R. Bruton. I want to assure you all that I am shot to be ordered as these claims, as as, as you must feel reading them. The events he described back in the 1980s simply did not occur, and I do not know why he has claimed them now. I have wrapped my brain to ask if I remember Mr. Brunton. and I cannot say I do. I do take these claims very seriously. I want to provide my response thoughtfully and not out of the moment. Right now, it is a he-said-he-said he said situation over alleged events nearly 40 years ago. But those, but those that, that know me understand that non-consensual acts are, are so antithetical to my values and my practices, the very idea... <coughs> and someone would accuse me of this as quite personally painful. Brad, who is 100% beside me on this, as my life partner of more than 30 years, and now my husband stands fully by my side. I cannot tell you how vital it is that yeah, it has been to have his unwavering support and love in these difficult times. Thanks to many of you all for the kind words and trust that means so much to us, yours in gratitude, George. Burton continues his story by claiming he met he had met with the K years later in Portland, where Brunton currently lives. The was there for a book tour. He said, I wanted to see him. I always wanted to ask him. I just felt really betrayed. I thought I was a friend, and here I am later just another piece of meat. So I called him up at the hotel, figured out which hotel he was at, and I said, Hi, Scott. I remember you. I wanted to ask why we met for coffee. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. It was just too uncomfortable. He added that he thought he was going to the media for about going. He thought about going to the media for years but didn't think anyone would believe him. He added, "Who's going to believe me. It's my word against his. He said his mind changed after the Weinstein scandal. And then when the case spoke out against Kevin Spacey for the allegations Anthony Rapp made against him, the case said that that time for Anthony Rapp, he has had to limit the memory of his experience of decades ago with Kevin Spacey who claims not to remember the incident, he was the older, dominant one who, who had his way. Men who properly harass or assault do not do so because they are gay or straight. That is a deflection. They do so because they have the power and they choose. They chose to abuse it. Brenton said in response to that, I don't want anything from him but an apology. I am sure he'll disown all this. I don't know. Maybe not. So, folks, there, there you have it there, folks.
1: Uh, uh, some,
3: some, definitely some crazy stuff there, but, uh, we'll definitely, like I said, uh, keep an eye on this right here, and then we'll keep you informed about, about any more of this as, uh, as time develops. And, of course, like I said, on, outside of the ropes here, coming up this Wednesday night, uh, from 630 to 730, of course, call ID 141364-pound, we'll definitely bring you that, uh, we'll definitely bring you that. Uh, <coughs> We'll definitely bring you that story. On that note here, folks, thank you very much for listening to tonight's promo. And like I said, be sure to join us for all of our shows here this week in the radio network. Of course, Survivor Series is, once again, the main topic of discussion. <clears throat> but, of course, uh, we'll have other things to talk about here as well. Obviously, of course, we'll be, hopefully, we'll have, be having the trivia championship match for the AWA-US title between the Iceman, Jerry D. Geronimo, and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dots. Uh, like I said, more uh, thoughts and opinions all around from everything concerning all of our topics of choice. Again, like I said, Ross, Matt now Survivor Series, uh, you name it, we'll definitely be talking about it here, of course, radio, right here on the radio network. We try to keep you informed on everything going on in the wrestling scene, of course, every day and every week. On that note here, folks, we thank you very much for listening in here tonight to our uh, weekly promo. And be sure, of course, to join us here tom- uh, tomorrow afternoon, of course, for WWS Raw Radio. And then, of course, for all of our other shows here coming up. Uh, like I said, Wrestling Revisited, Re- Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, Topio Inc., Power Hour, and, of course, WWS Revolution. We're including the prediction show next Sunday, and also NWO Wolfpack. For the entire panel, way too tough to handle, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. So thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you, of course, here this week. Here's Tom, like so, tomorrow afternoon with Raw Radio. And, of course, if you want to call into any of our shows here, folks, the phone number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. This has been a promotion of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. But we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves, everyone. We will see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com. God bless everyone and
1: have a terrific evening. Good night, all. <laughs>
2: No way I'm Everybody rolls into the crowd at night Break down, take down shit, you must.